Hello from the sunny south coast of England. Welcome to Bournemouth and a distinctly international flavour to this 11th edition of the Harmony UK podcast. I'm John Beasley and we're here with the Ladies Association of British Barbershop Singers who are hosting alongside their own annual gathering the 2017 European Barbershop Convention. Down in the jungle, they're ready to rumble, but me, I'm down and out. I'm very enthusiastic because I just won a gold medal, so I am very... You have, you have a right to be. Their top choruses are all coming in, and our top choruses and quartets. As long as the Swedish and the English and the Germans are competing, I don't think we stand a chance, but it's great to be here. How did the quartet get together? Well, from YouTube. <laughs> from YouTube? Yeah. yeah tell me about I, it. I looked for it in there in the internet and YouTube and I found something called Barbershop. Yes, choruses and quartets from all over the continent will be competing or performing from Sweden, Finland, Germany, the Netherlands, Ireland, France and Spain, as well as the UK. In fact, there's so much to pack into this podcast that I've split it into two separate halves, the more easy to download or just stream at your leisure. European conventions happen only once every four years. And as you can hear, there's a tremendous buzz around the International Convention Centre here in Bournemouth. Of course, it all takes a great deal of organising. My name is Deborah Lamble and I'm the chairman of LABS. Normally we would have a quartet contest and a chorus contest. But because it's European, we've got quartet, our quartet contest, our quartet finals, a mixed quartet contest. We've now got two days of chorus finals, and then we will have a European male and female quartet contest on Sunday. <laughs> How on earth do you fit all that into, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days? Yeah. It's been a logistical nightmare because not only have we got all these chorus competitions, we've got shows as well. So Friday and Saturday um, shows are, one of them is a European show with all the best of Europe. So their top choruses are all coming in and our top choruses and quartets. And then the Night with the Stars is the Saturday night show and that's the winners of all the competitions that we hold. <laughs> and we really are talking about some fantastic quartets and choruses. I mean, just one name that leaps out at me is Zero Eight. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think I think we've put them on last on our show so that everybody stays. <laughs> because we know that if everyone sees them, they might disappear. <laughs> I'm sure that everybody will be glued to their seats. Well, you talked about logistical nightmare. I mean, the chorus competition, for example, you've got lots and lots of choruses. You, How does that work? Do you kind of meld the two competitions together? Yes. What we've done is we've taken all the choruses who are competing, split them in half over the two days. And the way it works is that we've mixed everybody up, male, female and labs, and they all get scored, but they go into a different pile so that the labs will have their own scores, so that we have our own champion. Then there will be a European champion male and a European champion female chorus. Deborah Lamble from Labs. Well, the actual chorus contest lasted two solid days, and we'll hear much more about that in part two of the podcast. But first, let's get down to the Thursday night action and a very exciting mixed chorus contest won by four very talented Swedes in very, very spangly trousers. Here's part of their first song. Kiss your tenderly 
A huge response from the audience for Potential Scandal and that ballad, If I Never. We'll hear their second song in a moment, but as they left the stage after receiving their gold medal, I caught up with the four winners. Tindra. Rasmus. Frieda. And Victor. Vi- Victor's, Victor's, over there. Victor's over there doing yeah, something he, else at the moment. Yeah. Con- con- congratulations to all you. How does it feel? Thank European you, champion. Oh, it's great. Great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it feels insane. That's wow. what it feels like. It feels insane. Insane. Hello. Uh, hello, Victor. There you are. We have the fourth member of, 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 of the quartet to join us. So, so tell us a little bit about Potential Scandal. How long have you been together? Oh, a few years now. Yeah, it was two, two years. And with you... This constellation uh, a year? Yeah. 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 The, our new lead for a year. Yeah. Uh-huh. And previously we yeah. had a lead called Amelia Charnock. And, and yeah. Erasmus, you, you are in another very famous quartet, uh, Ringmasters. Well. Sure, and Victor is in another very famous quartet called Lemon Squeezy. We have met before. Yes, we did. In May, I Quartet. <laughs> twist. And now I, twist, thank you. And, and, and Frida was in a very famous quartet called... Uh, the Soul Pepper. The Soul yeah. Pepper. Right. What is it about you guys that you all sing in so many quartets and so many choruses in Sweden? We love it so much. It's yeah. a junction, yeah. It's just too much fun, you know? <laughs> down in the jungle, they're ready to rumble. But me, I'm down and out, cause there is one thing. That I've got to gripe about. Da, da, da. No. I'm the king of the swingers. I'm the jungle VIP. Well, I reach the top and had to stop. And that's what's bothering me. Well, I want to be a man, man, come and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men. I'm tired of monkeying around. Oh, ooby-doo-doo. Yeah, I want to be like you. Tell us about the two songs. I Want to Be Like You is, is, is quite a famous arrangement, isn't it? Yes, yes. I believe Vocal Spectrum premiered it once back in the day. But uh, Good we, old David Wright. Yeah, I wanted to sing it ever since, I think, I heard it the first time. And uh, now I finally got to do it. Yes. Getting very enthusiastic Yes, I am very enthusiastic <laughs> because I just won a gold medal. So oh, I am very You have the right to be. You have every yes. right to be yes. very enthusiastic. Yes. And I, I really uh-huh. hope that people who saw this performance or heard this performance um, uh, really remember what it's like watching the, the, the Jungle Book. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and you know, the, yeah, and remember the the original arrangement yeah. <laughs> with yeah. Baloo and and King Louis. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, hey, tell us about mixed voice barbershop. Then is it the coming thing? Because the Europeans generally and the Swedes Wait, so in particular yeah. seem to be extraordinarily good at it. I don't know. I think it's 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 like the perfect complement to whatever. I mean, no, it's very very. Uh, separatistic in a way like you you do 
this with the guys and you go and do this with the gals but mm. when you come together it's it's more I think we all chose to do this because we were missing a social hangout yeah uh, very non-pretentious we're more like a brunch club yes, yes. a brunch club <laughs> yes. Ben Accord that's how our, no, all, all our rehearsals start with a brunch a long, a long brunch yeah we like brunch two, even more. two hours brunch two hour brunch with yeah. locks. With locks it, and scrambled eggs. It sounds extraordinarily civilized. <laughs> is, is it, is it going to take off elsewhere, though? I mean, y Europe seems to be way ahead of the Americans on this. Do you think uh, they're going to catch up? Uh, we we uh, haven't won the world mixed. No. I mean, America is still number one in world mixed yeah. with world double America's dates. number one. Yeah. But so, I don't think they have this so widespread. This, this spring, we're going to Germany and we're competing in the world mixed and we're going to give the Americans a run for their run money. For yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they will. European mixed quartet champions, potential scandal there. And Swedish singers from both the men's organisation Snobs, the Society of Nordic Barbershop Singers, and the women's organisation Region 32 of Sweet Adelines were out in force at this European convention. Force, as it happens, is the name of one of the competing ladies' Swedish quartets. Yeah, I can never resist a contrived link. Anyway, they sound like this. Take me down to the land of dance Land of the blues, the razzmatazz Take me down, I want to hear that sound No other music has He's got a start and an end, a heart and a friend to it. I love jazz, I love jazz, there's a style and a trick, and a smile and a kick to it. I love jazz, well it came out from the Southland and it soon spread all around. All around it made the people sing and dance when they heard the brand new sound, yeah. My name is Annelie Axberg, I sing baritone in the Quartet Force from Sai Region 32 in the Nordic Light Region, Sweden. And Sai Region 32 covers which countries in, in, in the Nordic area? That will be Sweden, Finland, Norway, Denmark. Tell us about Force then, how long have you been together? We've been together since late fall of 2014. Uh, two of us have sung together for a very long time, since 1993. and. Uh, when we found ourselves without a lead and a tenor, we sort of looked around, had some propositions and, and tips from coaches that we really uh, trust, and uh, we ended up with Sophia and Linnea, and it couldn't have ended up better. So you and the bass in your quartet go back 25 years. Did, did you meet through Barbershop? Yes, we did, actually. We joined the same chorus back in 1992. It was called Sea Valley Chorus in Stockholm, Sweden. It doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately, but uh, it did then, uh, luckily for us, because we met through there. She joined uh, because of a mother who sang there. She was only 16 at the time. And I joined uh, through a couple of friends. I was 19 then, and we found each other immediately. 
Why is barbershop so big, do you think, in Sweden? Because we see some fantastic quartets. We see some absolutely brilliant choruses. When you look at Zero Eight, who've been here, running a show chorus, who are the, 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 uh, the, the international champions at Sweet Adelines. What is it about Sweden? I think Sweden uh, is big on choruses and choirs in general. And then barbershops somehow takes it to another level. You know, you don't have any instruments to go with it. You need to depend on your voice. Do your job. You can't lean back on somebody else to do your job for you. And then add on the, uh, the showmanship part of it. You know, the choreography, the blingy clothes, if you want. Uh, and, and the sort of uh, message sending that you... That's basically the main thing to me anyway that you need to get a message across to your audience and uh, that's what attracted me to the to this genre to start with because I come from the more classical choir school and more often than not you stand there with some sort of book of sheet music up in your face and nobody can see what you're doing they just hear you and that's just one part of it in my mind you know you you can also send a message through the visual as well as, as the vocal part. And I like the combination. Annalie Exberg from the Quartet Force. Well, you heard Annalie say that she's been singing barbershop since the early 90s. But the genre in Sweden has a much longer history. The renowned director and coach Doug Harrington lived for many years in Sweden and founded Zero Eight in Stockholm a decade ago. Well, during that time, he learned a lot about the history of barbershop in Sweden, which he told me began back in the 1960s with one man. Ole Nyman, the man who started barbershop, uh, was inspired by his brother who was living in the United States. So at the end of the 60s already, they had a quartet together in Sweden. And um, so by 1970, there was a chorus going and by 1976 there were two choruses going and then they decided to form snobs in 1980 so yeah why has barbershop taken off so readily in sweden do you think well i think first of all there were a lot of young adults who were very interested in it and that is largely due to the charisma and the enthusiasm of Ola Niemann. He was a very, very special man. Um, hard to describe unless you got to know him, and I was lucky enough to be a friend of his. Um, God rest his soul. But um, I think he really kicked it off. And then when Lars Holmstrom, down in the south part in uh, around 1982, already was a fantastic musician, arranger. He was arranging simple charts of the Beach Boys songs, Barbara Ann and well, he did blue suede shoes, I think Elvis, and things like that. And he was doing that for his, the, the boys in his own choir class at school. So he hooked up with some friends up in Stockholm who were already involved in the barbershop scene in Snobs. And he started his own chorus down there. And that right there doubled the enthusiasm because those, those young kids from the school, I mean, the energy and their enthusiasm and their excitement for barbershop, it just, you, you, you cannot emphasize the importance of that enough. And that's what we need to keep doing around the world is promoting that to young people because they are the ones that will have the energy to drive it forward and the enthusiasm. 
Do you think the Americans were, were surprised at, at how good the Swedes were when they, when they first started coming over? Because there was, was a memorable occasion, wasn't there, at BHS in the 1980s? Yes, absolutely. And even I'll go back over to the women's side, even on the women's side, that's where it really they made a big splash. So it was Britalian Bonadol and her running a show chorus. And at the same time, her daughter's quartet, the Growing Girls, they both went over at the same time competing at the World Championships for Sweet Adelines and just absolutely blew everyone away. They had no idea there was barbershop at that level outside of North America. They were stunned by that. I think there were a few people who were a little more insightful and they understood there's a world outside of the U.S. But most of the people were just stunned by the whole thing. And I think, you know, positively, they were happy about it. I do think, unfortunately, there's always a few people who are a little uncomfortable with that, feel a little threatened by it, and, oh, this is our style of music and, you know, that kind of thing. A little backwards thinking in, for some people. Because at first they weren't allowed to compete, were they? They weren't allowed to compete. They, they could go over and they could perform two contest songs in the course of the day of all the competitors, get a level by the judges, and get scored with a level but they weren't allowed for that score to enter into the contest. It was very strange, but uh, it's okay. It was a process. It took them a few years, and then finally in 1988, that was the first time that they allowed the Swedes, anyway, in Sweet Adelines, the ladies, to compete. So, and and it, it took two years, and they had a world champion, then Growing Girls. And among the men, uh, there was a quartet, I think they were called Good Night Out, weren't they? Who used humour, I think, to, uh, to, to, to introduce themselves. Yeah, well, we had two quartets, and you kind of mixed the two names together, I actually. I do apologise. No, no, no problem. Uh, there was the Good Time Singers, and then there was the Happy Night Quartet. Ah. And uh, the Good Time Singers were probably the first champions in snobs, and they did for several years. They won for several years. But then in 1986... Then you had the Happy Night Quartet go over and compete. The old song, the old song, the good old song for me. I love to hear those They, represented. they were the first quartet, I believe, from snobs that represented snobs at the international competition, Salt Lake City. Um, and they, they, um, they did use some humor, not quite as much as the Good Time Singers did. Uh, Dressed up as Vikings, didn't they? Well, the Good Time Singers did. They did a Viking routine, and that was in 1988 when they came to International, and they really, really made a big splash. They got a standing ovation, and they got high, high, high stage presence scores, which led them to a, a, a finish of 22nd place. They almost, they almost made the top 20. The sound of the Happy Night Quartet recorded in the 1980s. I did search for the Good Time Singers Viking set, but sadly, without success. Meanwhile, there was one more question that I just had to ask Doug Harrington. Having left Sweden and 08, he's now based in the UK. So was he thinking about starting a new chorus 
Yeah. Well, I certainly have thought about it. That's a question of time. Uh, I'm busy working. I work a lot with uh, vocal groups and uh, individuals. I do voice lessons as well. And I really enjoy traveling around coaching choruses, quartets, and other kinds of vocal groups outside of the barbershop genre as well. If time would allow, but I would still be able to work, I'd love to sing in a quartet again, uh, perhaps start a new chorus in the UK. I think that would be tremendously fun so hopefully we'll i'll be able to find the time to do that in the future doug harrington and what an exciting prospect that would be and what an exciting convention this is singers from all over europe competing rubbing shoulders and making new friends dancing can be so much fun when i'm out with Lily, you holding on to just the one who makes my dreams come true then I'm in heaven, I'm in heaven, and my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. I am Marike, Marike Munter. I'm from the Netherlands and I sing bass in Link Quartet. And we're the current Dutch champions. I like seeing so many different groups and so much talent and so much variation in what's going on. It only happens once every four years. Do you think it could happen more often? I don't think I could would survive, but <laughs> it would be very nice to have an event like this very often. Yeah. And Link being the Dutch champions, presumably, you're, you're, tell, tell me a bit about your quartet. Um, we've been together for about five years. We've competed in the Dutch convention three times. First time we came, came fourth. The second time we were the silver medalist and last March we were uh, golden medalists. So you're hungry for even more medals if you can get them. Yeah, but as long as the Swedish and the English <laughs> and the Germans are competing, I don't think we stand a chance, but it's great to be here. What do you, what do you think is happening to European barbershop at the moment? I think it's growing in quality and diversity, especially also with mixed quartets and choruses and yeah, just everybody together, it's a really good atmosphere and I, I love it. Association of Barbershop Singers and this is Deirdre Bigley and she's also a singer with Ireland Unlimited here this weekend. So you, you were on stage this afternoon with Ireland Unlimited? Uh, most certainly was, yes. Oh, what was that like? Uh, it was uh, over before it even started. That's that's always the problem when you, uh, one performs on stage. Uh, it's a fabulous audience and it's a beautiful uh, space in which to uh, perform but it was good, it was good. Tell us about IAPS because it sounds like a particularly lively and exciting organisation. Okay, well, we're a mixed organisation. 
we have about 350 members and about 90 of those are male, rest are female. So we are in different locations in Ireland, in Sligo, Athlone, Cork and around Wicklow and Dublin. And it sounds as though the guys are fairly heavily outnumbered. Yes, you could <laughs> say that all right, but they make their presence felt and they sing uh, fat of bottomed girls as good as the guys here tonight <laughs> on the stairs. <laughs> So we so, have good fun together when we get together. And you just had your own convention, haven't you, in Cork? Had, yes, indeed, yes. We had 700 barbershoppers descend on Cork City, down in the south of the country. And we had a wonderful weekend. And the sun shone for us. We had no rain, which may, helps always. You must be very, very dedicated, quite determined to, to have your own convention and then just a few weeks later be, uh, be coming over to England for yet another one. Well, one could say determined and others might say just pure mad. <laughs> Probably a little of both. And stamina needed all along the way. <laughs> um, and what's the importance of a, a, a European convention like this? Why, why, why are you here? What, what does it mean to you? Well, the camaraderie between all the European associations. We have the Finns here, we have the Swedes the Dutch, the German, the French, am I missing anybody there? Of course, Babs and Labs, and ourselves. We're all part of that old family of barbershop in Europe. Sure and get me to the church Lisa Anderson and I'm the team coordinator for Region 31. And I'm Hilary Pinnock and I'm marketing coordinator for Region 31. And how's, how's this, uh, this convention been for you so far? Oh, brilliant fun. The talent in Europe, how lucky are we? Our barbershop craft really spreads far and wide and we're very, very honoured to be here. It's wonderful. Favourite so far? Oh, I don't think I could possibly say because we have competitors from Region 31 as well. So well, let, let's take it as red that you want them to win. Absolutely. But among among the others, who 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 did you really enjoy? Um, I really enjoyed. There was a, a great quartet last night um, from France, uh, from Spain, and I thought they were pretty awesome because they treated us to a lovely Spanish piece. And actually, it was nice to um, see people singing something from their, from where they've come from, and being authentic in themselves. So I, I enjoyed that. Would you, would you like to see a little bit more of that? Do you think that barbershoppers in Europe could do a bit more of that? Um, yes, actually, I think, I think trying to be more authentic with their home countries um, will give us a treat. I mean, I know, you know, a lot of them do sing in English, which is fantastic, but to sing. S- sort of more Spanish related songs in harmony was was insightful um, and yeah I think I think it would be great to sing in their native tongues and this is the quartet that Lisa Anderson from Sweet Adeline's Region 31 was talking about they're from Catalonia and they're called Hanfries Ba <laughs> 
I'm Adria and I'm the bass. I'm Juan, I'm the lead. I'm Jordi, I sing tenor. I'm Janet, I am the baritone. Well, we have all four members of Humphreys here together and it was an incredible set this evening. But you've, you've been going for quite a long time, haven't you? Yes, for eight years already. How did the quartet get together? Well, from YouTube. <laughs> from YouTube? Yeah. yeah tell me I, about I, that. I looked for it there in the internet and YouTube and... I found something called barbershop and well I uh, investigate a little bit more and we found some songs that we like it and well then with Janet and we met him in the high school we decided to, to put a quartet together and then well we started there. Janet what, what, what were the songs that, that, that really inspired you then? Okay, the first one that we took was Tonight Tonight from West Side Story. Then uh, This Is The Moment from Jekyll and Hyde musical. And the other one was the one of Peter Pan. Uh, you Can Fly. You Can Fly. You Can Fly. You can fly. Oh, that's a fantastic yeah. song. Actually, yeah. at the beginning, we didn't know that it was contestable songs or not. We have no idea. So when we like pop up into the, the Spanish Association of Barbershop Singers contest, in 2010, we appeared there with non-contestable songs, and we didn't know because we have we had no idea, and anybody told us because of course we didn't know anybody. And then some people like Neleke took us apart, like, "Okay, guys, you are not singing contestable songs." Like they were very angry, but <laughs> they allowed us to make the first competition with non-contestable songs. Because at that year, SAPS was at the beginning, so it was not really a very formal competition. It was just inside the association. We were just a few quartets and a few choirs. So they allowed us to like break a little bit the rules. And it made us know what was a contestable song, was what was not a contestable song, etc. Juan, how did you feel about that when you, you discovered that there were all these rules and some songs that you couldn't compete with because they, they didn't fit the idea of barbershop? Well, it, it made sense because it's, it's like a very genuine American style, so they want to preserve it. So in the competitions, you, you have to sing the contestable songs with their harmonic rules, and that's very fine for us. Uh, have you been to the States and competed? Twice. Yeah. Twice? And how did you do? Well, it was an ex a good experience to qualify for the internationals. For us, that's the goal. And yeah, we, ex we enjoy the, the whole competition, the, the extremely high level of all the competitors, and that's a big experience for us. For them, we are like very exotic quartet. <laughs> yes, Latin. Actually, we're the first South Europe quartet to ever, ever to qualify for international contest from the south part of Europe, from, from let's say, Italy, France, Spain, etc. Portugal. Portugal, yeah. Portugal as well. And in Spain itself, uh, and in, in, you're, you're from Catalonia, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so in, in, in Catalonia, do, do, do people understand barbershop? When you say you sing barbershop, do they know what you mean? Do you have to explain it? Yeah, we have to explain it every time, yeah. They kind of know the, the sound of it because they've heard it in the radio, I guess, but they don't know what the name is. Thank you very much. And now for all of you, a song in Catalan. A Catalan rumba is called La Rumba de Barcelona. Tres, cuatro. Para, 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 ya, pa, 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 para, ya, pa, pa. 
La rumba que coneixem no és a la Xina ni del Japó. La rumba que coneixem no és a la Xina ni del Japó. La nostra rumba de Barcelona està marejada molt amor. La nostra rumba de Barcelona està marejada molt amor. La rumba neix al carrer, filla de coent un gitanet. La rumba neix al carrer, filla de coent un gitanet. One of the things I noticed tonight was that you sang a song in Catalan, which is quite unusual for European barbershop groups here tend to sing in English, but you you decided not to. Is is this is this a, a, a regular thing for you? Are you are you looking for Catalan songs to sing in the barbershop style? Every time more because we want to get uh, the Catalan audience yeah. so to closer to them. Yeah, closer to them. So we 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 like to do this, and and also I think it's very very good for for people from from english speaking countries to hear some catalan music yeah. uh, we also took the example of the swedish because they they are um, they are more used to uh, to sing in swedish sometimes time to time they sing something in swedish and we like this and we said okay so let's do the same actually the mu- the the song that we sang it was a, a rumba so the catalan rumba and it was uh, obvious that we should use uh, the language of, of the rumba, so Catalan rumba. Do you feel that especially now, because it, it, it is a, a, a difficult time in Catalonia? <laughs> uh, yes, it's very difficult time. <laughs> yeah. So it was nothing like uh, to um, uh, reivindica- reivindication. It was not yeah. a reivindication it, it, at it all. Was, it was not a political thing at all. No, 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 no at no, all. No, not no. at all. No, no, completely. <laughs> so uh, it was a coincidence. Actually, we thought about uh, singing this song without knowing when was going to be uh, proclaimed the independence. So it was today, but uh, we didn't know. Okay, it's Barbershop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Barbershop. Okay, barbershop. okay <laughs> so, so, so finally, wh- what, is, what is next for your, your, your quartet? What's, what's the next goal? Uh, we have a, f- a lot of gigs in Catalonia. We're very lucky for that. And we have some projects with uh, Jazz Trio and some other things. And we're looking forward to the SAPS convention in 2018 and just keep on working and... And we have a new CD. Yeah. You have a new CD? Yeah. And where can we get that? Uh, Online? Can, yeah, yeah, Amazon or iTunes Spotify. or... Yeah. Well, actually here we brought several, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, in the case of the people attending the convention, we have CDs for them if they want. I shall pick mine up on the way home. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Humphreys, thank you very much indeed. That's great. Good luck. Thank you very much. See you soon. Humphreys Quartet singing in the Friday Night Show. And thanks to Labs and CPS for use of those clips. If you'd like to see either the Friday or the Saturday Night Shows, and they are very entertaining and quite magical, uh, then you can find a link on the Labs website, along with the opportunity to make a voluntary donation towards the cost of providing the service. But if you want to see Humphreys live at the SABS convention, the Spanish Association of Barbershop Singers in 2018, well, I'm afraid it's already sold out. SABS began holding conventions less than a decade ago. Lynn Baines from SABS told me more. Our first, what I call our proper convention, was in 2011. 
and uh, we were honoured that uh, Grand Central Chorus and the Crystal Chords wanted to come and visit us and they really made it an exciting uh, experience for the Spanish people uh, and you know the Spanish choruses and quartets because it gave them an opportunity to see what barbershop was really like and it's kind of blossomed from there and we celebrate our 10th anniversary next year and we will have crossroads at our convention. That sounds fantastic, that should be great fun. Mm. We're already full. We've had to close registrations for next year, but the following year is even more exciting. We've got um, Vocal FX Chorus coming from New Zealand, and we also have Brothers in Harmony coming from New York. So anybody who wants to go, get your application in now, really. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm afraid that the venues in Spain are not as illustrious as the the Bournemouth International Centre or the Harrogate uh, Convention Centre, you can find beautiful auditorium but you cannot get an auditorium with lots of good hotels around it so it's a logistical problem so we have to find you know a decent theatre but it will the capacity will be lower and we tend to keep it to around 600 or 650 people. Lynn Baines. Well, if you're not going to Sab's convention, then how about a trip to Munich for Bing, barbershop in Germany's convention, which is taking place the same weekend, the 6th to the 8th of April, including a world championship contest for mixed quartets, and this year, for the very first time, a world mixed chorus competition. We'll be hearing much more from Germany in the second part of this Harmony UK podcast, along with lots more names and lots more highlights from this European barbershop convention. Sirwet had um, a very emotional time on stage today. The first thing I ask people to do is to define what are the four or five words that define you as a chorus. Are you exciting? Are you classy? I think maybe with the new performance category it has opened up the opportunities for everybody to perform in a very different way on stage. When I first came up with the idea of singing in Lederhosen, uh, a good portion of the guys wanted to slaughter me. Yep, the European Chorus Male and Female Champions, uh, Cindy Hansen on legendary performances, the comedy pastor who inspired a silver medal winning quartet, and we've even got a chorus in Lederhosen. That's all in part two. Get the kettle on, I'll uh, be back whenever you're ready. <laughs>